Is there something that you are longing for? That is the question in today's coffee break. I'm Franklin Taggart. This is my coffee. Welcome to the virtual coffee break. Um, a friend of mine and I read, have kind of a, a micro book group of just the two of us. And uh, we've been reading several books over the last, uh, I don't know, almost a year now. And the the latest book that we've been <clears throat> that we've been reading through is the book Bittersweet by Susan Cain. And one of the ideas that Susan Cain talks about in this book is the idea that um, there there is a certain segment of people who who live with a significant amount of longing. Um, and one of the things that she puts forward in the book is that for some people, the longing is something that may never actually be resolved or may not need to be resolved. But that longing is something that actually becomes something of a motivator. Uh, it becomes something of um, a feature of their life rather than a burden. And I've been very fascinated with this book, um, and I'm, I'm recommending it to everyone right now. Um, I loved her. Her first book, Quiet, was another one that really, um, really spoke to me. Um, as, as always, her books are so well written, and um, she's a fantastic author just in terms of the craft of her writing, but the level of her insight in this book, I think is just leaps and leaps and leaps, even ahead of the last one. The idea of, of longing being a feature for, for some people makes a lot of sense to me as an artist, because longing, I think, is one of the things that drives art. It's one of the things that, um, it's one of the things that I think we're trying to accomplish through art is not necessarily satisfying the longing, but representing it in some way. And I've had several conversations with people in the last, um, I don't know, maybe the last couple of weeks where longing has been the, the center of our discussion. Um, I know for me, I think some of the things that I have a longing for are um, kind of a, an assurance that um, my family's going to be okay no matter what happens. Um, another longing that I, that I work with fairly frequently is the longing to actually finish things that I've started. Um, some of the longings that I have are for uh, for not not necessarily for companionship as much as for um, I would love to have some more um, kind of peer friendships relationships um, I talk about that with with some friends of mine and my family f fairly frequently it's like I have a lot of people in my life but there are only just a very few that uh that are our close friends and even fewer still there that are friends that I would feel comfortable calling if I needed something 
And so there is a longing in, in my life for those kinds of things. And other longings that I've uh, talked with friends about are longings for uh, recognition, success, um, longings for, um, for security and comfort and, um, and stability. And it's interesting to me that all of these longings tend to be for a quality of life. They tend to be for something that's, um, that's more of a qualitative uh, thing than anything else. It's not like I long for millions of dollars. I long for the quality of life that maybe, you know, money can, money can facilitate, but it's the quality that I really long for. And it's the quality of life. It's the longing for those qualities, I think, that I've represented in so many of my songs and in a lot of the things that I've written and in a lot of the videos that I've done. Um, I talk a lot about the things that, uh, the things that I want and the things that, um, the things, the types of, the types of qualities of life that, that just enhance it and, you know, the things that we would consider the things that make life really worth going through and the, that make it worth living. And so again, I don't have, I don't have a formula here to offer. I'm just saying that I've been really struck in, in reading this book about the, the place that longing has in the lives, particularly of creative people. And, um, one of the things that it also has kind of put in my mind is, <clears throat> As artists, what are the things it, it, it occurs to me that as creative people, one of the things that we may be able that we may be able to articulate for other people is that longing through the work that we do. And that's one of the reasons that art really has an important place in our lives, is it helps us to articulate those things that are hard to speak. It helps us to articulate those things that are, you know, maybe difficult to go through the places where we might feel incomplete, art gives us a way to speak that and give it a voice. And the most powerful art that, I, that I've seen in my life and the most powerful art that I have around me really helps me to, uh, to kind of have an external point of reference for an internal thing, like something internal going on that is really hard to visualize. It's really hard to, to understand. It's really hard to objectify. And yet here's a piece of art that does that for me in a way that helps me um, not necessarily escape it or anything like that, but it helps me to integrate it into my life. So one of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do, um, if, I think this, this book, Bittersweet, is going to be a very important book uh, for many people over the next uh, little while. And I would just recommend, first of all, that you would read it and see how it lands for you. Um, there were some interesting observations that she had in the book about um, that creative people very often tend to uh, 
tend to go into a melancholy when they're worried or anxious or afraid. And she talked about that how other types of, of people tend to move into more irritated and aggravated and angry kinds of expressions. Um, and that was another thing that I found very interesting is like, maybe is that irritation, the aggravation and the anger, maybe is that another way that, that longing shows up in the world? So I would just recommend that you would check out the book, see what you think of it. And um, again, I like, I don't know that this is a resolution focused uh, endeavor. What it feels like to me is more of an integration focused endeavor where we're, where we're looking at those things that those areas where we feel uh, maybe a lack of completion, or maybe we just, uh, maybe, maybe we feel like that it's not, you know, where we want it to be. And not necessarily what do we do about it or how do we fix it, but how do we acknowledge it and how we, how do we, how do we find the silver lining to all of these longings that we have? So that, that book is making me think a lot. Go figure. Um, but I'm going to recommend it to you, and I hope that you will find it as um, as interesting and intriguing and, and inspiring as I have. So that's the coffee break for today. Now tomorrow I'm going to be featuring an interview that I just did this morning with an amazing, amazing uh, person, Danielle Gardner. Um, she's written a book called Quiet Marketing that has been a book that has been so affirming for me. And I'm excited to, to bring her to you on your own best company tomorrow. And then I'll be back again with another coffee break on Saturday. Thank you, as always, for your time and your attention. And I'll see you again around the corner. So long.